Welcome everyone to the social van Feeling Kyle sick of the bullshit So here they are, Reppin' C Plus Ready to turn every podcast to dust So sit down and shut the fuck up Cause when and now, fuck your couch Welcome everybody to the social van Ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, KMB, the Sexy Ninja, and I have a special guest. Why don't you introduce yourself, good sir? Yeah, yeah, what's going on, people over there in the Juggalo community? This is Muggsy, upcoming hip-hop artist from Sydney, Australia, at the land down under. And I'm 17 hours in front, man, so hello from the future. Well... (laughs) That still that still mind boggles me, bro. I'm just like, holy shit, he is like, you see, he is in the future. You're, you're seeing shit that I haven't seen yet. Hey, man, like no flying cars as of yet, man. I'm still waiting for the dream to happen, you know. So, um, hopefully someday I can tap in and like learn how to use the force, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now you speak in my lingo. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I, w- I want to get off, man. Um, I thank you for reaching out to me, and uh, thank you for sending me uh, your tracks and letting me do a Juggalo vlog on it. And I wanted to know, like deep down, like what was your influences as uh, as a hip hop artist? Like who'd you look up to? Like you know, what was that one thing that was like that shit's dope? That's what I want to do for the rest of my life. Man, honestly, like I'm 28 and I started doing hip hop music when I was 14. Um, kind of like the early thousands era, man. And, uh, you know, obviously, like the 90s era was the golden, but I was just a kid back then, man. Um, so I didn't really know much about hip hop until I was a teenager. But, um, you know, around that time, I guess I wasn't your so called like Mr. Popularity in a sense, man. Um, you know, so back in high school, I was sort of fighting through my adolescence years and getting through the wrong crowds and, um, you, you know, just like fighting through my mental health and all this kind of shit. But instead of like dosing myself up with pills and stuff, man, and seeing some damn shrink that don't know what they're talking about, um, like I, I found the culture of hip hop, you know, just what they were promoting with dudes like Eminem, Nas, you know, Tupac Shakur, all those kind of dudes, man. And they used to have this sort of like aura about them, which could, you know, walk into like any situation, any community, any any circumstance. And like nothing would bring them down. Like they just had this raw aggression about them through the power of like rhyme and poetry and hip hop to make a difference in their own communities, but on a worldwide level, you know. So I want to be like that, man. I, I wanted to like be like those guys I looked up to and, you know, submerge my own message and hopefully give back to the, you know, the next person, whoever was listening to it, man. But when I grew up and I, I became more mature, I didn't want to just do it as a music standpoint because I felt that um, it, it, it would kind of um, be taking the culture for granted, man. I really wanted to like learn where I came from, you know, like the 70s, the boogie down Bronx and the 80s and the 90s into where it's become so universal. And it's funny, man, because I'm so isolated here in Australia. But at the same time, I had such a love and respect for the culture of hip hop that I just tried to like find and resource any way that I could to 
learn everything about it, man. And now I'm here for sure. Hell yeah. And, you know, I mentioned that in uh, the vlog is like, I, I love how hip hop has become so universal and now with technology you know people in australia and you know in england and china japan now they can they can get their hands on it and you can study it thanks to youtube thanks to spotify thanks to all of this stuff and it's freaking crazy and you know with growing up was it hard in the hustle to try to get these things before technology was even uh, a thing yeah well Honestly, man, like, even with my career standpoint, like, when I was starting off, um, and I just, like, made, like, a rough, I think it was, like, a three-track demo, I remember, you know, I, I would try and, like, hand it out to, like, local stations or, you know, dudes that were in my position now, or even, like, local gigs, and the constant, like, you know, criticism would be like, no, nah, we're not feeling it, hip-hop's not a thing, or from the dudes that were doing it in my position were just like, nah, they would have this ego about him that was just like, yo, like, we've never heard of Muggsy before, so, like, you know, why why should we rock with you? And it was, like, this whole ego of just, if you're not with our crew, you know, we're not going to, you know, fuck with you like that. And I was just like, dang, man, like, I'm trying to, like, reach out to all these people, and, like, no one's giving me, you know, the, the time of day. Like, dude, you know, do I quit? Do I keep on going? And this was kind of like... um you remember, like, you know, MySpace, MSN days, man, the early, early days, man. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I, I was like, instead of, you know, doing the Australian market because they're not rocking with me, man, why don't I try and tap into the USA market? So I did the same process and the same routine, and um, I was like, hey, you know, I'm an upcoming artist and that, and next minute you know, it was just constant, like, get on this station, get on, you know, this magazine, and whoop-de-woo, like that, and... I was building my resume that way and um, and my experience and it was building me more as an artist at the time and then slowly the Australian scene picked up on that and started, you know, funding me that way. But um, in saying that, man, it's kind of like when I see kids reach out to me now and like, hey, you know, check out my SoundCloud or can you give my, you know, YouTube video a like or something, you know, um, sort of look back on my own career and think, you know, I was in the same position as them. What gives me the right to, like, push them away, man? Um, you know, so I, I kind of, like, you know, give them the best advice I can, you know? So um, that that's just makes me more of a humble artist, I suppose, at the end of the day. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, man. And, you know, I understand that completely because, you know, I, I started these vlogs to just just to start him just to get my thoughts out there and then uh a homie of mine my uh my assistant he was like yo you should do some reviews i know you have an ear for music and then it just grew from there and then when i started like really grinding and getting into it and then i had uh you know like sexy ninjas like you and other sexy ninjas sending me stuff and i was just like holy shit i you know i i'll i'll fuck yeah dude i i want to spread the positivity the underground is so so sweet and it has so much to offer and we got mumble rap and mumble rap is fucking garbage and it shouldn't exist in the day of hip-hop especially the way hip-hop has come from the past and if the past could see what it is now i feel like they would just slap the shit out of these motherfuckers yeah that, that's a great point that you brought up man i feel that because we've been 
tasted with such greatness in like the 90s and the thousands you know like dudes like Nas and Rakim and Biggie and stuff that you know when you listen to their music it's you can really taste what they're saying and and like the, sometimes like the, their song structure is so impossible to tap into you think dude how did you flow that good or how did you you know like you know um rhythmic like that that song to just a beat which could be so such a longevity and then you know we've been tasted with like you know such greatness by these guys that when this new kid comes in and he's like all he's doing is mumbling on a track and everyone's like how dope is this how, how good does this sound because it's just a rhythm it's just a a beat you could nod your head to it's kind of like to me man I, I can't fuck with it, man. Like, I'm just like, uh, I'm just sort of just like, nah, man, I feel my IQ is lowering by the minute when I listen to, <laughs> listen to this shit because it, it's just, there, there's no, there's no, um, uh, like, not rhythm, but um, it's just not, it's not even trying, man. It, it, it's like, you know, if I was a, um, you know, like a painter or something, you know, and like a world famous painter was like, teaching me how to paint. And they're just like, show me your best drawing. And I just splattered, you know, just a whole bunch of paint, like, on the on the, the canvas and be like, here you go. And I wasn't even trying. Like, that's how, how it works like, man. It's not, even, it's not even trying, but becoming famous at the same time. It's a fucking joke, man. Sorry, I'm getting on my soapbox, but it's like, you know, it gets ridiculous sometimes, man. You know, but this, this whole, I constantly see a new kid artist, and I'm like, all right, check him out. Oh, it sounds like the rest, you know. Fuck out of here, you know. So, well, the the thing too is, you know, I was looking at your uh, profile and I saw the uh, Yankees hat, and I was like, yeah, "Damn, man. that's that's fucking hip hop right there." In general, you know, and I, you know, and I miss rap. You know, it's weird to say you dress like a rapper, but you know, but if you say that nowadays, it's like you see these kids, these mumble rappers, they're all like super tight jeans, super colorful, looking like a school board or school desk. Uh, all over their face and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's a balance, man. Like one, you know, obviously, I still to this day, even in 2019, man, I still get the stereotype of the, you know, he's trying to do the whole Eminem act and that. And it's funny that they say that, man, because it's kind of like, yo, of like the knowledge that I know about hip hop, like I could just rape your mind, mind fuck you with like, you know, that it would just make you sound stupid. That M wasn't the first white rapper, man. And, you know, like, it's just, the funny thing about that is, man, you know, I think there's a balance between a white boy loving hip-hop and, and the class or class wigger, you know, because, like, with wiggers, like, Malibu's most want to lie and pull the whole, um, yo, man, like, what's up, shorty, and, like, all this sort of shit, like, that, that, that you know, I know I, I've seen dudes that do that even over here, man, and it's, like, borderline corny as fuck. But um, no, nah, I, just, I just love hip-hop music, man, and I love the culture of it and, you know, the urban sort of, sort of way. And if that um, symbolizes me as people think I'm different or something, then, then fuck them, man. Because, it, you know, like, it, that's a good point that you brought up, man, with these kids now, like, tattooing their faces and stuff. Man, that was an era that I loved. Like, you know, you would see, like dudes with, with my style and that and and it was just such an incredible look like that i don't know something is such nostalgic about it for me and if i was a 14 year old kid man and i and like i was like yeah check out 
Takashi Six Nine or check out I don't know this this new what is it a little pump or something and I look at that scene I'll be like dude that's not cool that, that, that he looks like a, a trans man he looks like someone like that's like a plain bitch you know so <laughs> it's, it's just yeah like nah man I don't know what these kids are smoking now about how they can fuck with that it just looks corny to me man it's just I don't know different eras man but fucking hell man like. This whole Takashi thing where it's like, yo, I'm a blood man and I'm a I'm a gang and next minute you're snitching and and everyone's like, Yeah, I'll still fuck with him even though he's a snitch. It's like, where's the world come to man where it's these are all bitches, like, you know, and if I smacked you up, you you would just be, you know, running and like going to Instagram like, Oh, he hit me, he hit me it's like oh, we're breeding a soft world, man. Honestly with these kids now. Plain and simple. You know, I need my morning coffee, man, because I'm getting on my soapbox too much now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's all good, man. Preach, preach, you know, and it's very true. You know, uh, I have a very deep loathing and hate for uh, Takashi 6ix9ine. Like, I... I don't understand. I don't. I don't know why. Homie snitching. Homie's uh, clarified as a pedophile, and everyone's still fucking with him. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what is up with this dude? Like, and I've tried his music, and uh, it's garbage. I've tried a little Zan. It's garbage. I tried a little Pump. It's garbage. You know, I want. I. I tell people, I'm like, come at me, then. You fucking want to fight me on this? I'll fucking tell you that shit's garbage. I'll give you fucking something. Here's the Slim Shady LP. And compare it to your rappers today. <laughs> no, exactly, no. man. Like, fuck, you know, it, it's just border. Like, I, I love dudes that make me think or, like, it, like it's, you know, make me spark something in, in, in my brain or, or I don't know, just to be like, dude, I want to be like him or I want to do my message or something. Or even if not just want to be in a rapper, just listen to him and be like, Man, I'm going out and buying that dude down, but wanting to learn more about that guy, because that shit's dope. These fucking kids now are borderline junkies, man. Like, plain and simple. Like, what was it, that trippy red uh, bloody fucking new one that just came out? Dude, the guy looks like a borderline. I'd see him in the welfare line getting his paycheck, man. (laughs) Like, that that shit for hip-hop is borderline garbage, man. Like, I mean, you know, I want to see real artists. I'm, I'm tired of, like, this social media promoting their this these fuckwits man it's it's getting to the point which is it's really becoming ridiculous. But I'll see that you know, new rappers wearing a dress for publicity or so I was like, man, fuck off, like get out of here, you know? It's just do do your own thing but don't claim it to be hip hop, just plain and simple, man. You know, that's just me. Yeah. <clears throat> well yeah, you know, and if they can't string more than two sentences together, or yeah, I, I think you've noticed this in the hip hop game. Um, the quote unquote ciphers are freestyles now. It's just basically songs without a hook. And I was like, you know, battle rapping. Do you do you battle rap? I don't, man. Um, I, I think I've just got a, a massive anger problem or something, man. Because you know, I used to watch it like one hundred six and Park and. Um, you know, the, the grind time and stuff, and dude, if a guy was, like, standing in my face, like, talking about my mom or my brother or something like that, I don't know if I'd be able to just, like, stand there for, like, a minute and take it, man, hey, like, I'd probably, like, start punching on, um, maybe it's the Australian way, but, um, a lot of dudes said, yeah, you should get into it, but I was like, I don't know, maybe I've got to test my ego first, you know, <laughs> that's just me. 
<laughs> no, it's true. And, you know, I uh, I rap. And everyone's asked me, like, can you do a battle rap? I was like, man, just like you. I'm like, I got it. Angerish. swing just because i'll be like get the fuck out of here dude We're, you know you're taking it way too far and i will lay you out you know yeah man like i remember you know vh1 or you know mtv back in the day with 106 and park and all they would just do is like you know diss you on maybe your clothes or your rhyming style and then afterwards you'd slap hands and you know just, just be like all right cool go on about my day but dude you should see the australian scene it, it's it's pretty damn brutal like i mean the, i can't remember the dude's name but uh i'm surprised it didn't even go viral like how, how bad it was but there was these two battle rappers and like they just had feud which with each other for months like real life feud you know and they're like you know what Let, let's just set it up as a battle and, and and see you know who comes out on top and um the dude was like you know he had a few to drink but he was all in this other dude's face and the guy that he was beefing with when he was like doing his verse, he's like, yeah, like full intimidating him and stuff. And the other dude's mother, I think it was his mother, yeah, she was like dying of cancer or something like of in like hospital. And um, he like did a line where he insulted the mother or like said, you know, something real vicious, like, you know. Like, um, I'll be the doctor or something to, you know, like, put, put your mum on life support or some real over-the-top thing, like, talking about a cancer. And next minute, it just went to an all-out brawl of just, like, punching into the dude and, like, they had to break him up and stuff. And uh, when I was watching it as a viewer, I was just thinking, that's where you're just pinky-toed over the line. Like, I mean, you know, just <laughs> bringing family into it is just not a cool thing for me, man. Um. It doesn't matter how, like, how you kind of like dismantle the the opponent. I mean, just anything with family is off limits to me, man. Um, that's just that's just me personally. Yeah. No, that's true. And you know, and I've uh, seen some. You know, I watch a lot of uh, uh, hip hop uh, battle videos, like Mac Lethal, uh, Soulcon, and et cetera, et cetera. Then I'll see some other battle raps where some people get straight on racist. Like, it's not just like subtle racist, but it's just like racist. I'm like, whoa, all right. I understand. <laughs> I understand you got to diss somebody, but damn, son. Have you seen the video, man, where it, it's it's literally like this whole black club and there's this one white dude. Uh, what, what is he going by? Um, Truth. That's what his name, name is. And he's from in New York. He goes by MC Truth, and he's just in there, and he's like shredding this black guy apart, but he's dropping the N bombs constantly in this. Oh, I see that. Yeah, this flood of you know just black people, and every time I watch him, I'm just thinking, shit, man, like you know, watch your mouth in that, you know. It's like they're obviously not doing anything, but I'm like, I'm like, fuck, man, I'd never pull that line, like I'd never pull that trick because oh, I'd be afraid for my life, man. You know, just like the whole end bomb, and I'm friends with some black people, man, and like I never like that's just corny shit to me. That that's borderline. Like you know, I'm friends with like some black dudes, man. If I'm like, you know, with some, uh, you know, like dropping the the end bomb, that's wiggish. That's wiggish shit to me, man. Like that is when I see white artists do that, I'm just like, man, fuck out of here. You're corn. You're a cornball. You know, I could never rock with that. Um, so that's just me personally, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I remember I seen this one. You know, I'm Native American, and I saw this one where this one dude was like talking about taking their land and indigenous this, you know, going off on him about how his he's glad his people uh, murdered and raped his people. I'm just like, holy shit! I was like, I I, I understand you need to diss somebody, but to take it to that borderline. But the um, the the native dude, he brought it back. Like he. <laughs> Like, I respect the fact that, you know, he kept his cool and he brought the fire back. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I'm just like, yeah, my anger issues doesn't put it up with that shit. Just because I'm just like, why? Why do you have to be ignorant to this point to get your point across? Well, you know, I, I understand you want to be a rapper. I understand you want to be hard and whatnot. But I this is just not the way to go. And that's just the way I personally think. Oh, yeah, I, I 100% agree, man. Like, what, are, what they've taken it to now is... I don't know, man. Like maybe if it was one of six and park days, I would have just been like, "Yeah, that's cool." If he's only dissing me about, you know, maybe what I've made or my albums or something, I could just easily flip that. But this whole just about your mom, your father, like you know, obviously what you said, like taking over people's land and stuff. It's like, oh, okay, now nah, now this is where it's a whole different ballgame, man. And this ain't for me, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, and I want I want to switch it up a little bit. You know, I, I know your love for hip hop. What what else do you, uh, interest do you have in like uh, movies, uh, wrestling? I like WWE. So when you hit me up, you're like, uh, you're in Australia. And I was like, oh shit, WWE was there last year at Super Showdown. So <laughs> yeah, he um, they're over in Melbourne. But um, man, I was a huge. WWF attitude in WCW Nitro days, man. Like I was obsessed. Like I, this is before the world of hip hop, man. Like when I was uh, probably like ten, yeah, maybe nine or ten. I don't know, but I was obsessed with Kane. Like he was like, I reckon that's the best gimmick WWE's ever done, man. Not corporate Kane, what they've done now. I mean, like the whole <laughs> his debut to about probably two thousand and one yeah probably 2001 um that whole era like where he debuted till then is just i reckon that that was down pack of wwe's best gimmick they've done and what's crazy enough he's the he's the knox uh, he's um the mayor for knoxville tennessee man which is absolutely insane like i've been keeping up with his promos and stuff on twitter and um even though I can't vote for him in that because I'm here in Australia, but um, it's funny when like I see his like his little promo vote for Glenn Jacobs and he's knocking on people's door saying, "Hey, you know, you want to vote for my cause and stuff." And it's like, dude, like, could you imagine that? Waking up, getting your morning coffee next minute, <laughs> like, like Kane is at your front door, like doing a promotional service, man. Like, it, it's funny because I get so jealous, man. He he posts up these like few second videos and he's like in his you know mayor's office and he says you know hey i'll be down at this you know um school or i'll be down at this you know restaurant today you know just talking about my cause come down and say hi and i'm like man do you realize whoever's watching this do you ever do you realize who you're gonna meet right now it's like i'm so alone man like i feel like i'm tra- trapped over here because i just want to drive over there and meet him man you know <laughs> that's just it no, nah, yeah. for sure, man. And uh, I, uh, you know, I grew up on wrestling, and that's that was my whole thing. I, I still love, 
uh, WWE and stuff like that. And I know the product is a lot, is a little bit more watered down than it was in the Attitude Era. And Kane was one of those gimmicks that I, I still admire. Um, I, I love the Brothers of Destruction, you know, him and Undertaker. And it's kind of sad that Undertaker's still wrestling. And Kane is the mayor of uh, Knoxville. Yeah, after the streak has gone, man, I mean, like, uh, maybe it's just the money factor, but I mean, it, it it's kind of stale, man. I mean, him coming back all the time, just, you know, WrestleMania or after WrestleMania, after the streak has gone, it's, man, it's, it's over, funny, just retire, you know, it, 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 you have nothing to prove now because it's gone. Um, and I love Undertaker. My, my three ultimate favorite fighters of all time were Kane, Undertaker, and Sting, like, that crow gimmick when he used to come from the antlers of the ceiling was just fucking dope, man. Like that was even even to this day, I go onto YouTube and watch, and watch like old promo videos of it and stuff. And you know, and something about the crowd is so electric compared to now, man. Like I mean, you know, people still go and they still like it, but if you see the crowds back then, man, like when he used to come from, like, the fucking ceiling and drop into the ring and surprise everyone. The crowd would go bananas, man. Like, they would just, like, lose their shit. And, you know, nowadays it's like, oh, I don't know, Roman Reigns runs in and everyone's like, yeah, that's cool, but what are you doing, you know? <laughs> yes. For sure, for sure. And I'm glad we got to talk some wrestling, you know. And uh, I was going to ask you with those three tracks you sent, um, uh, the al- there's an album on the way or is it out now? No, um, so that album, the three tracks I sent were on my second album, Understand Me. Um, but at the moment, I'm working on a third album. Um, I'm still in the blueprint stages, man, of, you know, concepting it up. But at the same time, you know, I haven't released anything for a few years now, man. So, um, you know, this is kind of like my return album and also that i'll be releasing a documentary about my career as well which was pretty dope because you know sydney film school over here in australia did a documentary on me and that should be released as well for everyone to see it's kind of like a day in the life kind of thing you know yeah hell yeah i can't wait to see that man like i said you're mad talented uh i respect the fuck out of you bro Uh, i'm really glad you reached out to me you know and um uh is there with uh, with you know, you working on a third album, is there a potential of you touring over here? Man, I hope so. I swear, like I, like not even just for music, like holidays wise. And I'm jealous, man. Like I, I've always wanted to go to a gathering of the Juggalos, man. Like I keep seeing, you know, Shaggy Two Dope posting shit up on his Instagram, and I'm like, man, stop teasing me like that. Like you know, because they only did it once. They only did it once in Australia in 2000. And- 15 um and sadly it wasn't in sydney it was in a different state and i didn't have the money to go and they've never been back to australia since and i'm just waiting for that day they post up on the icp.com that they're like coming back to australia and i'll be like yep fucking you know save all my work money just to just to go there man you know, <laughs> like straight up i've always wanted to go to a gathering of the juggalos but um yeah i've been once yeah, what was the lack, man, with all the Fago and stuff, you know? Dude, it, you talk about heaven on earth. That's what heaven on earth looks like to me, man. It was uh, one of the best experiences. Uh, we are trying to go 
this year we set up a GoFundMe to uh, try to get us there, uh, C Plus Studios, and so far nothing. But it's I, right, you know, I know it's a lot to be like, hey. Have you um? And what, we we got funds. I think you were telling me, man. You met, you met him. No, no, you met oh. Shaggy, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I interviewed Shaggy uh, on um uh, for C Plus Studios. It's on our YouTube page, and yeah, that was a big that was a big deal. Uh, I got to meet him. I got to sit on his uh his bus, and that bus stank of all the goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, like, well, what, like, what's he like in person? Is it still the same as what he does in, in natural interviews? Is he pretty chilled? Is he standoffish at first? Like, what, what's, he, what's his vibe like? Because, you know, I just know him from music and, and you know, watching audio and stuff, man. I, I've never obviously met the guy. So, like, what, what's he like generally in person? Oh, he is by far the most down-to-earth person you can ever meet, man. And that was one of the biggest things for me because you know how they say never meet your heroes or never meet your idols and whatnot. I was so fucking worried, and um, I was so nervous that I was like, oh, fuck, what do I say to him? And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, he got that new Star Wars tattoo. Uh, Hey, let's talk Star Wars. And all of a sudden... (laughs) I know. I realized that too, man. He was, you know... um... Uh, they were recently on um, Vlad TV on you know YouTube, and he had the what is it the um, is it the Imperial or the Rebel? I keep getting the uh, the up. Rebel symbol. Yeah, and I was like, no fucking way! Is that is that the Rebel symbol? You know, and I was like, dude, that that is a sick cover up. I'll give him that. You know, like that that's that's diehard fan right there. So and I was more shocked because being a Star Wars fan, I, I was like, dude, Shaggy's a Star Wars fan. That's fucking dope. You know, so yeah, yeah. What was really cool about that is uh, we uh, I, we talked Star Wars, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Yeah, what you think of the Royal Rumble?" Then for like a good ten minutes, man, it was just me and him before we started recording, and we just talked Star Wars, and we talked the Royal Rumble for a bit, and it was like fucking, like, oh my god, this is amazing! I can't believe I'm doing this. Is he more a light side or a dark side? Did you talk about that? Is he more a Jedi or a Sith? I think he's like a Jedi. And uh, you know what I mean, like, and then uh, Violet Jade's a Sith, but they bring balance to the Force because they're with each other. <laughs> Man, I, I've always been a Sith. Like, I reckon they just have more fun, to be honest. Then, uh, you know, this expanded universe they go into, man. Like, I swear, the Sith are so much more wild and crazy than the Jedi. I couldn't sit there and meditate, man. If someone's killed my best friend, I'd have to go out and slaughter some bitches. You know, <laughs> goddamn right, man. And what was so funny was when I brought up Star Wars. Um, I personally fucking hated the Last Jedi. Like, just from a fan's perspective and somebody who's been dwelling in this, you know, the Star Wars is my life. And when I when I asked him what he thought of the Last Jedi, you know, he's like, "Oh, it was fucking dope," and blah blah blah. blah. Like, you were speaking so positive. I was like, "Oh shit." Um, <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, I'm on the same wavelength as you. Like. You know, it's. I think the the um the mist is kind of gone with with Star Wars, man, because there was such a. You know, you'd wait a few years. I wasn't born in '77 in the '80s, man. I'm sort of, you know, sadly talking about the prequels. But you know, even as my teenage years, you know, you'd have Episode One, and then you know, three or four years after that, you'd have Episode Two, and then Three, and there's like a nostalgic kind of, like, fuck, what's the next one going to be about, or 
you know, like when is Anakin going to be Darth Vader? But nowadays it's like year after year after year and or month, you know, they'll bring out the Solo one and the Rebel one and it's kind of like, fuck, man, Star Wars is not even really that pump for episode 9, man. I reckon it might be a flop, to be honest. That's my personal opinion, you know? Yeah. Well, I have the, I have the opposite feeling, you know, and I'm I'm hoping JJ can bring balance to the force and what the garbage was of Last Jedi. You know, I have a podcast I did on it, and <laughs> it got heated with me and one other guy because he loved the movie, I hated the movie, so the the whole podcast was me yelling at him, him yelling at me, and me <laughs> saying "fuck you, you don't know shit." Oh man, like I mean. I've never, oh, well, I suppose I get that way with music, man, so I, I kind of get where he's come from with movies, but I always, I always have that argument, man, which is like, some people love the movies and some people hate the movies, you know, it's just why I argue about it, but it's the same context of music, you know, but, like, the only thing I have a problem with is just, like, sometimes, you know, like, wait, actually, how do I explain it? Yeah. I do acting, man, as well, and, dude, sometimes I go down to these acting sets, and, like, you get this one loony that pulls, like, a line and says, I like, you know, silent films, and what, you know, these newer day artists are doing are, you know, crap, and I'm like, wait, hold on, slow your roll, so you think that Heath Ledger's Joker is garbage, and it's like, yep, it's not what they did in the, the silent films, and, you know, the real artistic vibe, I'm like, man... Like get oh, outside, yeah. you know. It's like you know, you need some fresh air. It's just you know, you get those really, really, really artistic, you know, original like people that love that, and it's like dude, you're not on the same wavelength as me. Like you know, there's your opinion, but fucking hell, who who says shit like that? You know, like diehards fucking shit. And it's like what? <laughs> <laughs> you like you? Yeah. And then it gets to that point where you're like, you want to fight me? You know? <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah, it was, it was borderline. You know, like, if someone said to me, you know, Die Hard's shit, I'd be like, what are you talking about? You know? Be like, man, you, you're, you're a loony. Like, yeah, I'll call, you know, we, we don't have 911. We call it triple zero over here. I'll be like, I'm going to call triple zero. You know? It's like, <clears throat> For sure, man, and uh, we're gonna be winding down here. Is um, would you have anything you'd like to plug? Man, honestly, first of all, I want to give a shout out thanks to you, man. Firstly, for you know setting this up, even though we've had some time difference, you know schedules and stuff, it was dope to you know finally chat with you and do this interview. So nothing but the best for your podcast, man, and and your friends and family and the juggler community over there, man. And um, my number one platform you can reach me on is Mugsy on Facebook. So if you just type in M-U-G-Z-Y, it's got all the information there, man, which is keeps you up to updates with interviews like this, albums, and um, who I get to meet along the way and stuff, man. So Mugsy on Facebook, that's my number one. For sure, man. And uh, thank you again for reaching out to me. I, I really appreciate it. And with the fact that people are you know it, it's still mind-boggling to me when someone reaches out especially when you did you're like yo the juggle vlog I'm like, oh shit you saw that in australia holy shit that's fucking awesome you know it, it, I'm, I'm forever grateful i am forever you know thankful that you know people people reach out to me and show me the love like you have and i i thank you cheers man appreciate it yeah when it drops man 
I'll promote it here in the land down under for here, man. So I'll bring it all in, bring home the bacon for sure. <laughs> for sure, man. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, I'm KB, the sexy ninja, and you are good, sir, one more time. Muggsy baby, yeah, from Sydney, Australia, the land down under, man. And check me out, like I said at the last of this podcast. But you know, juggalo community, we're up, sure. For sure.